Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My Song Suck would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to the elders both past and present. Hello and welcome to My Songs Suck, the show where we listen to bad songs from good writers. I'm Alex Smith and I'm a musician. I'm James Keogh and I'm the friend of a musician. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode something of My Songs Suck. I'm Alex. I'm James. We always do that where we try and keep track of what episode it is, (laughs) but we always forget to check in advance what episode it is. Yeah, so I'm always I, just sprawling to like ah. Uh. I gotta. There's. I do so much research that is not relevant to the show, <laughs> but I should really find out what fucking episode we're doing at the very least. Yeah, I feel like we should like write down something for the intro, especially the outro as well. Where we're always uh. just like, <laughs> um, you got anything coming up, dude? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. I fucking hack and slash it in the edit. Don't worry. Yeah. I've cut big anecdotes from both of us in the past. Oh, man. I just hope you don't cut this big anecdote that I'm about to tell. It is the greatest story. And that's how I lost my leg. (laughs) I'm glad we made it through all of that. I don't know. That's going to stay, right, Alex? Of course, of course. I mean, unless you yeah. run over time, then I might have to snip it. But I, I think it... Uh, it like my leg, you know, like <laughs> bloody old Brucey did. Am I right? <laughs> you may notice that the vibe is a little a little comfy, cozy, bedroomy. Maybe you didn't. But if you did, <laughs> the reason for that is that we're recording uh, in our own houses in Brisbane and Sydney uh, because we're not in the studio today because bloody snap lockdown happened. We can't be in mm-hmm. the studio. It's not an essential For both business. of us. Yeah, we're having our own lockdown across the country together. Yeah, a lockdown together. Yeah. Well, I guess that explains any <laughs> potential technical things. There you go. Or you, you, we've queued your FAs. Uh, you are <laughs> ready to jump into the episode now. You're wondering, what's this cozy vibe happening? And then now you know. And now it's time for us to jump into another great episode of My Song Sark. And you're in for a treat, ladies and gentlemen. This is, you know how every now and then we have a song that's like a, like in video games, it's like a story beat, you know, sequence and like this, this is like a story song um, that we have to go through because it's like a big milestone in in Alex's life. Yeah, we've got one of those. It actually was. I'm excited for this one. This was one of the songs that I did have on my iPod because I liked it. 2010 is when it came out, which after doing a little bit of research is more evident and important than i thought and the genre is rap which will become apparent very sure is. <laughs> let's get into it let's let's have a listen this is plastic singers <laughs> yes <laughs> yo i know a lot of y'all have been listening to my shit and i know a lot of y'all you don't like what you hear Cause a lot of y'all are Ronan Keating And the rest of y'all are Natalie and Rubia Well I put this to you, Mr. Keating Miss Amruglia You can kiss my ass, I'm running this shit there comes a time and everybody's like we were 17 When you make a fool and miss the phone, national TV But what do you mean it's just me? Oh no, oh gee I guess I'll just bury my head now till I'm 43 It's so weird the day started off just like any other I got a hug from my father, a kiss from girlfriend and mother I'd have to say I'd have to do my girlfriend's kisses the best For a few obvious reasons, but anyway I digress I can tell the other contestants were all laughing And I'm slapping in a fact to open up the whole massage parlor And it was really boring to I screwed up every interview had on and Matthew knew 
Newton stole my chair Alice has come, he's up down You've got to love the chairs you could ever want now We've been waiting there from eight till two But finally they let me through Watch out world, I'll show you Our crab is just another view So Alex, do you like singing? Uh, not really. No. I hate you. Yeah. Ronan Q-Tip opened his mouth. The cracked a joke, but he's the only one who didn't laugh. But he was the first one to speak, so everybody followed his lead. It's such a shame that he's a tosser. Really? He had the crowd booming before I had even begun. But I can tell you now they cut that shit out when I was done. But it was too late, the skating had broke my fade and granted. Then Natalie and Ruby had thought she'd try her hand at it. My singer's terrible, you got one song At least I got 30 other gems to fall back on And guys, Sebastian You stuck up for me, that was cool Kyle, you said I was better suited to comedy Well, Mr. Sandalance, just took a look at me Now, do you see anybody making parody songs? Oh, you do? Stop the beat <laughs> Now bring it back Bloody Ronan Keating. Bloody Ronan Keating. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, what a song. What a star-studded song. <laughs> Fuck. God damn. <laughs> oh, man. See, for so long, up until this very day, I was like, I write good rap. And, you mm-hmm. know, I'm talking a big game, but I know it's going to come mm-hmm. and everyone's going to be blown away by how good my rap is. And then today I was like, this isn't good rap. This is bad rap. <laughs> Wait oh, <no>. a second. <laughs> I, a straight white male, am not good at rap like I thought I was. Oh no. no. What? Fuck. <laughs> I also realized during that I was like, without Zane here to tell us how long we've been going, this episode could go, go forever, for like baby. three hours. Uncapped. I'm ready. This is the one I would want to go for five <laughs> hours. This is, I could talk about this all day. Where do we even start with this one? From the beginning, surely. See, um, this this one had me cringing right out the gate because there's no yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yo. And I was like, oh, that's bad. What I love about this intro. Yeah. And let's, let's play it. And we're going to listen to it right now. Yo, I know a lot of y'all. I've been listening to my shit. And I know a lot of y'all, you don't like what you hear. Because a lot of y'all are Ronan Keating. And the rest of y'all are Natalie and Rublia. Well, I'll put this to you, Mr. Keating. Miss Amruglia. You can kiss my ass. I'm running this shit. So that's the intro. That's the intro. It is the most inexplicable diss track if you are listening to it for the first time <laughs> anyone who is listening to that sequence of short sentences for the first time each one is like less predictable than the last <laughs> you start off you're like yo i know you guys have been listening for a while and i know you <laughs> think my this? music is garbage and i know some of you are running keating and i also know that the others who aren't running keating I'm Natalie Imbruglia. And well, here's the thing. <laughs> Fuck off. It's just the, like, why? <laughs> what is happening here if I know no context for what, it, for what has happened? I don't have an answer. I'm just as confused <laughs> as you. It's fucking, what, it's so specific to me. Right. It's like the only other audience member is me being like, woohoo, 
Yeah, <laughs> get him. This guy gets it. This guy. That's why you kept this on your iPod. Is because you're the <laughs> only person who would listen back to it and be like, "You're oh. right. This happens to all of us." Oh, so many fucking bit of trivia. Because I was, mm-hmm. I was going down the hole. I was like, so, you know, so obviously this came out in 2010. Obviously, I don't know why I said obviously. Mm-hmm. I think that I had been listening to Not Afraid by Eminem, which was 2010. And I was like, it also mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of Underground from Eminem, Relapse, 2009. And the I'm running this shit is a reference to we're running this, let's go, from I'm on a boat, 2009. <laughs> 2009, 2009, 2010. And listening to those songs, if you get a chance, and then listening back to this, you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. Because every single one of them starts with like a little spoken, you know, we're about to fucking sing the song now. Underground is like, a lot of y'all been wondering where the fuck I've been at. I don't know. (laughs) And Not Afraid is like, I guess I had to go to that place to get to this one. You know that one? Not afraid. I know the the. Uh, I don't know the intro, but I know that I'm not afraid. Yeah. I was also thinking, lose yourself as well. True. If you had, yeah, one shot, I one opportunity. You know that Eminem was Eminem very... was where I got my spoken word thing. He just it's did it. Definitely sounds way. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So we have this inexplicable intro. Do you want to explain why Context? you're mad at Ronan Keating and Natalie and Brugge, yeah. or do you not want to do that and have <laughs> the song play out? Like, what's what? What? How are we? How are we going about this? I forgot that I hadn't explained the context of this. Song. No, <laughs> I think I think we had. I mentioned it briefly in like past episodes, but yes. like someone listening to this for the first time is gonna be like, "What the fuck." I guess we got to talk about it, right? Let's talk about it. We have to. <laughs> so I guess 2010 or 2009, I went on season one of The X Factor, which appeared in Brisbane. I've, I've been a little bit scared about talking about it because I signed a bunch of contracts and I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about it. But you know I'm what? sure the statute of limitations on that <laughs> one has kind of passed. Surely. And like at this point, who who's going to chase me up? Mm. Oh man, this is going to be the end of my fucking career. If I go missing, you think because... that fucking Natalie and Bruglia hunts you down and breaks your legs? I hope so, honestly. If if this is my music <laughs> career, but yeah, I went on the X Factor. I didn't want to. I should stress that I did not want to go on the X Factor. My mom was like, "You'll be great. You got to go on one of these talent shows. You'll be a star, darling. Everyone will discover <laughs> you." Uh, and I got to say to supportive mums out there, if your kid's a bit shit, maybe don't support them. Maybe don't <laughs> support their dreams because. Sometimes supporting their dreams means they get up in a stage at the Brisbane Entertainment Center full of screaming people and they get booed before they even oh. start singing. And maybe that's Yikes. not the uh, experience they want to have. But also, she could have known that was going to happen. I mean, do we do we listen to the song and then talk about the story as it... Yeah, because it, it of, does... The, yeah. the song tells the story. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Oh, because the rap hasn't even started yet. The rap hasn't even started. We haven't even entered the rap portion (laughs) of the song. I want to know before we even listen. Uh huh. Do you think it's good rap? I think it's. I I think it's good rap. I don't think it's. I and and. It's a very diplomatic answer so far. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's it's well delivered. Rap quotation marks. Yeah. It's it's the performance is good. I would say the lyrically it's it's better than I could do. Okay. See, I feel it's the other way. I think there's some good lyrics in there, some good rhymes, some good punchlines. Yeah. Whereas the rap is very much just a little teenage boy. Yeah. Well, that's where we differ. <laughs> that's what this show is about. It's about having dialogue. That's right. <laughs> let's let's get into some of this rap with the first section of it. Let's go. There comes a time and everybody's laughing when we're 17 When you make a fool of us up on national TV But what do you mean it's just me? Oh no, oh gee I guess I'll just bury my head now till I'm 43 It's so weird the day started off just like any other I got a hug from my father, a kiss from girlfriend and mother I'd have to say out of the two my girlfriend's kiss is the best For a few obvious reasons, but anyway I digress I can tell the other contestants were all laughing And I'm slapping in a back to open up the whole massage parlor And it was really boring to I screwed up every interview head off and Matthew Newton stole my chair Alex, just calm yourself down You've got to love the chairs you could ever want now 
We've been waiting that from until two, but finally they let me through. Watch out, well, I'll show you. I'll crab it's just another view. So many things you know to what? say. What? I take back my comment about the lyrics. I do think, if anything, the um, <laughs> Matthew Newton stole my chair, but hold on, just calm down. You've got all, you've got <laughs> you've all, got the, all the chairs, chairs you, you could ever want. want now. What does that mean? I, do, <laughs> I think this is a good humor song. I don't think it's trying to be a funny song, but it is. Like, I think there are definitely parts where it's trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, but it it is funny in a way that goes beyond... <laughs> What, what it's, it's trying, trying to, to do. do yeah yes yeah yeah <laughs> why do i um there's a whole second verse there not verse but like a second chunk there where it's like it's so weird the day started off just like any other i got a hug from my father a kiss from girlfriend and mother the phrase of girlfriend and mother implies that my girlfriend is my mother which is weird <laughs> And then I just take a, a break to say, I'd have to say, out of the two, my girlfriend's kiss was the best for a few obvious reasons. But anyway, I digress. Like That is way too much time spent on the fact that I enjoy kissing my girlfriend more than I like kissing my mom. It's, it's a like, very zoomed in moment yeah. of this epic tale. The, the boy doth protest too much, methinks. Like, yeah. why, why did you feel the need to say this at all, let alone for three <laughs> lines? You dedicated three lines to this. I like kissing my mum, but not as much as I like kissing my girlfriend. That's a different kind of kiss. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> like, what? But it's such a, an emotional roller coaster in terms of quality, because we go from that nonsense to mm-hmm. I could the fucking the flow i could tell the other contestants where we're all lapping in of slapping in of back to open up their own massage parlor hell yeah that's a good line fucking lyric i I think it is and honestly it is the delivery that does it injustice because i didn't know what the start of that second line was because oh, it was like i could tell the other contestants were all <laughs> massage parlor <laughs> true it's <laughs> pretty good line Slapping enough back to open up their own massage parlor. And that's that's true, by the way. Everyone, I mean, maybe it was just people were being friendly to each other and I was an antisocial little nutcase and was like, these guys are fucking kissing up to everybody. Maybe they were just making fun. Trying to network with Matthew Newton. Yeah. Here's the thing. Who the fuck's Matthew Newton? (laughs) Um, He's Bert Newton's son. Is he? Yeah. Damn. Because I knew who he was you in knew 2010. Who he was. You, yeah. In 2010, you knew who he was. Now, not so much. He See, was an underbelly fool. Yeah. Well, now he's under the belly of things I care about. I did have to look him up. I, sh- I should confess. Right? <laughs> That's yeah. not a thing I just knew off the top of my head. So we were in the little room doing our interviews as the story goes. And dad was like, do you want to get a drink or something? And I was like, I think I was like, oh, can I go get a drink or something? Because I was there with dad and my brother. Um, or maybe just dad. We were waiting for a This long is time. not important at all. No, 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 no this <laughs> is important. Oh, story. sorry. I was focusing on the drink thing. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then Matthew Newton came in, into the room at that moment. And everyone was like, hooray. And dad was like, oh, do you want to stay? Matthew Newton's just arrived. And I said probably a little bit too loudly, like, oh, I don't care about Matthew Newton or something. Or like, I don't I don't give a crap about Matthew Newton, which is true and is true to this day, was true then, sure. is true now, even more true because I forgot who he was. Yeah. Um, but I left the room and the, I came back. Matthew Newton had stolen my chair. So I Does that mean he was sitting next to your dad? No, no. Me and dad both stood up. Uh, Dad had to stand. There were only chairs for the contestants, the the talent. And Matthew Newton. uh, With my chair. Matthew Newton privilege. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. So far out. That's the start of that little uh, vendetta I have against Matthew Newton. Not to be confused Mm, with Matthew Newsom, who's just a a good boy and a good friend. Just a cool guy. Just a cool guy. Matthew Newton, bad. Newsom, good. I'm sure Matthew Newton's fine too. Uh, just uh, in case, in case you're listening, Matt, come on uh, the show. Meet me in the we Wendy's can... car park at 4 p.m. Yeah. And we'll hash this out once and for all. This guy's got all the chairs he wants. He'll start throwing <laughs> chairs at you. What does that mean? What does that mean? Alex, just calm yourself down. You've got all the chairs you could ever want now. What could I have possibly you're a big celebrity. You're a big celebrity who's got all the chairs he wants. 
Maybe I, that annoys me that I don't know. Imagine James that you wrote something like a little note. <laughs> that's like I feel like a fish on a candle, and you're like, <laughs> I wrote these words, and I don't know what they mean, and they came from me. It's so infuriating to not know something you meant. It's like how Walt Disney on his deathbed had a <laughs> note in his office that just said Kurt Russell on it, and people <laughs> just didn't know what he meant. <laughs> Do you think Kurt Russell knew what it meant? Yeah, only Kurt Russell could have known what it meant. Or maybe Kurt Russell um, killed Walt Disney. Oh, damn. Yeah, he was writing down the name of his killer. Yeah. He didn't really investigate this. Man, we should open up that cold case. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a sec. All right, let's keep going because we've got the chorus. We do have the chorus. Are you ready to listen to the chorus? I was born ready to listen to the chorus. But are you ready now? <laughs> oh, yes. <apparently. laughs> let's do it. How long will those plastic singers last before they melt under the lights? I'm not bitter, I'm not bad, you find no care from me tonight. How long will those plastic singers last before they're liquid to the field? Am I fake enough to make my dream uh, again, a kind of 50-50 split of good lyrics and bad lyrics there. I am. Um, yeah. I like, I was like, I'm not bitter. I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write this whole song about it, but like, I don't even <laughs> fucking care. Also the words, the fucking Yoda singing. You'll find no care from me tonight. You'll find no care from, yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that shit? I just love that. Yeah. That line specifically where you're just like, <laughs> I'm not fucking, I'm not fucking man. Okay. <laughs> I just think that it's only a matter of time until these fucking fake fans, these fucking fake singers melt under the fucking lights <laughs> of their own success. Okay. I'm not fucking mad about it though. They only win uh, because they're fake and they're playing the game. That's that attitude. I hate that shit. Like to yeah. an extent, there's a truth to it, but there are so many musicians who are like, oh, that band is just, there's a good meme where it's like, that band is just successful because they work really hard on making good music <laughs> and have good production and engage with their audience and have good publicity. <laughs> Fake. They're selling out. <laughs> I hate that. I, in another world, this could be a very funny, like, humor song where, you know, it's about a guy who didn't win at X Factor and is now angry against the world of pop music. It's the fact that this is a genuine manifesto <laughs> against these celebrities who will never listen to this song or know about it is it's very so, funny. So true. It's so true is the thing. Like, <laughs> what, what is my plan here? I don't know. I think I just had a lot of feelings. I had to get them out. It's definitely a question of like, yeah, who is this song for? Who is listening to this? Who is not you? <laughs> I guess that's not how I wrote music, huh? <laughs> I always wrote music <laughs> just for me. Because there's that thing of like, there's going to be a million yous out there, so make music that you want to listen to. It's like, all right, I'll make music that <laughs> Alex G. Smith, born 1992, would like to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what that means, yeah. How we think of the hook? Good hook? Catchy? Or average? I think, yeah, it it, it kind of, you get into it. Good stamping song. Indeed. While it is um, uh, laughably, you know, like, I'm not, it's fine. I do enjoy mm. the imagery of like these plastic singers melting under the lights. That's fun. Yeah. I think it's a good little metaphor you've got. Yeah. Oh, and also, am I fake enough to make my dream real? That's a good line. It's like a little Pretty on good. the nose, but I like it. Yeah. yeah. I like it. It's weird because I didn't fail because I wasn't fake enough. Like, even in this story, which I'm telling from my own perspective, I, mm. <laughs> I just seem to be a jerk to everybody, every single person. Yeah. And it's like, I wasn't fake and kiss ass. I just didn't have basic politeness or social skills. Yeah, you just stuffed up on the X Factor. <laughs> yeah. I don't and think... you made it everyone else's problem. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> do we do verse two? Yeah, let's. All right, here we go. And the crowd went crazy. Admittedly, this is where it gets a bit hazy. Instead of having the sense to keep my mouth shut, I changed in the light bulb and started to screw. That's verse two. That's verse two. Here you are. You're on the stage. You made it. Eight till two. Finally, they let me through. Let's get into the, let's do some of these lyrics. All right. Um, so they called out your name, Carl went crazy. 
did it really go a bit hazy or did you just want to rhyme with crazy? Bit of both, bit from column A, bit of column B. Uh, I remember that it did get fuzzy in my memory because of the adrenaline. That's fair. That's one of the cases in which it makes sense for things to get hazy. And also, I just fucked up so bad that like anxiety <laughs> blindness. Yeah. How did you? How did you um, put your foot in the mouth there? How how did you start? How did you um, screw up? Okay, so you know how I'm very honest when people ask me yes. things, almost to a, a fault. And when people say, give me your honest feedback, what they really meant is give me your most honest compliment. And people who have social skills actually don't want things that they ask a lot of the time. And there's a lot of like rules in society. Basically, I was feeling very sick and I was very tired. And Ronan Keating was like, hi, Alex, are you excited to be here? And I was like, oh, honestly, I'd rather be in bed. (laughs) And then he just did not take it. I meant it as a joke for a start, or maybe I retroactively told myself I meant it as a joke to make me not seem like the asshole, who knows. But I was very tired, and I was sleepy, and I was nervous, and I said I'd rather be in bed. And he just did not have a bar of it, and was just like, well, that's really disrespectful. You know, there are thousands of people who really wanted to be where you are. You're really squandering this opportunity. And I did (laughs) fight the opportunity to say, well, Ronan, Obviously, I was better than them at singing. So they had their chance and they fucking lost it. There's an infinite amount of contestants allowed through here. Don't you try to make it sound like it's my fucking uh, problem. You fuck. I wish you had. I wish you had said that. Because oh, like, then you'd be, a, be at least TV. a YouTube highlight. Yeah, yeah. it's like a fucking nutcase. Um, yeah. I, oh man, I've, I've replayed the whole situation many times in my head not as much anymore (laughs) but like for a couple years afterwards because i like almost give up singing after that wow fucked have you ever had an entire brisbane entertainment center full of people booing you and an entire panel of judges telling you that like you are shit and a bad person and then all giving you the the x (laughs) fucked it was fucked but before that happened you got everyone booing at me before i'd even started singing they were just like, wow. Like, not in as direct words, but he was essentially like, can you believe this guy? Such an asshole, right? And everyone was oh, like, oh no. And I was like, this oh, is not, God. not going to plan. <laughs> I've been on stage roll of six seconds and I've really <laughs> fucked this up. Oh no. Uh, oh no. Asshole. Oh. And as a blanket statement, mm-hmm. the X Factor in Australia is not exactly the highlight of anyone's career. So let's not oh, act like anyone here is a fucking superstar, Ronan. Well, you know, you'll rip into them a bit later in this song, so we'll get some some specific rips in, in there. We don't have to dig too deep into... Well, also, 2010. <laughs> 2010, 11 years ago, I'm 28, so I was 18. 17, 18. So I'm a young yeah. little boy. Yeah. A man. Legal adult. You're allowed to be angry at celebrities. Oh, I just meant more that, like, I'm just, like, a kid on stage being like, hi, it's my dream to sing. And they're like, hey, oh, fuck you, kid. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's brutal. Maybe you looked more mature and they assumed that that's you were cool man. enough to handle it. No, yeah. they were very wrong. I was not cool enough to handle it. I mean, I like the the... Like changing a light bulb, I started to screw up. Just to bring oh, it back yeah. to the uh, the lyrics here, that's well, thank pretty you. good. Let's get into because here in the next section of this song, you yes. proceed to systematically <laughs> rip into each one of the judges on the X Factor of 2010. Hell so yeah. <laughs> let's let's have a listen to that because it's it's good fun. Ronan Keating opened his mouth and cracked a joke, but he's the only one who didn't laugh. But he was the first one to speak, so everybody followed his lead. It's such a shame that he's a tosser. You stuck up for me. That was cool. Kyle, you said I was better suited to comment. Well, Mr. Sandalance just took a look at me. Now, do you see anybody making parody songs? Oh, you do? Stop the beat. 
I like that we stopped the beat at that yes, bit as well. I, I stopped the clip at the stop <laughs> of the beat. I thought that would be funny. It was. You are correct. Good, com- <laughs> good content. Ronan Keating. <sighs> I do that with a bunch of, I think Matthew Newton I definitely do, and I think there's another person where I do like the Ronan Keating, like down there as well. <laughs> Why? What is this fucking... It makes me think of like the kid in school who gets angry and is like, I'll use my wolf powers on you. <laughs> Get away from me. Roar. And they're like, wolf at you. I curse you, Ronan Keating. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was going to be like, why does it remind me of that? It's like, probably Alex, because you definitely were the fucking the wolf kid in school. <laughs> no hate to the wolf kid. proud of it. Everyone's yeah. doing their own thing. They'll grow That's up it. as well. Absolutely. To be wolf men. Wolf men. And women. And Frankensteins. Um, and Frankensteins. <laughs> um, I like that you say it as though he's your arch nemesis, which at this point in the song, I, I believe that he is. Like, I genuinely think that your arch nemesis is Ronan Keating. I'd love to meet him. very funny. And be like, yeah. hi there. And sign the thing and be like, you don't remember me, do you? <laughs> <laughs> You ruined my life. I don't even know who you are. So true. Fuck. I do honestly believe, because it was the panel of judges. We all know the Mm X-Factor. We all know the format. Um, He was the first one to speak. He created such an energy of like, this guy's a dick. Hey, everybody boo this guy. That for the next person to then be like, "I I actually, I think it's fine. Would have been so awkward. Yeah, it's such a negative vibe to open with. Like you, you could have at least like done some showbiz to your your comment and been like, uh huh. Well, you're here now, and yeah. not just been like, uh, actually, <laughs> hey, fuck you, kid. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> it was so like that. It was so <laughs> like that. Yeah, he created such a negative vibe that to do anything other like it was a real mob mentality. He fucking got. Mm. I can't stress this enough. The entertainment center. Full house, like booing me and yelling out hateful sentences that I couldn't hear because so many people were saying things. And then it's a real vibe. And then the next person kind of has to continue that energy because also they're supposed to be like, like, I get that they're supposed to have their own opinions, but to an extent, you know, a united front. But also Mm. maybe it just felt like that. Maybe it was just like, um, you know, you're pretty lucky to be here. You do mention briefly... And yeah. I I feel like you could have kind of focused on this more. You have this one line where you say, you know, he, he had the crowd booing before I'd begun, but I can tell you they'd cut that shit out when I was done. Yeah. Did you do well? Yeah, I sang well. Oh, that's the yeah. other thing, my actual fucking performance. Because everything yeah, except right? like... the singing was awful. I, uh, yeah. I did Nothing Ever Happens by Delamitri. And I saw... Robin Williams do this thing. If you hadn't picked up by now, as a child, I patched my entire personality from things I saw other human beings do because I was a little alien child. Everyone does it. <laughs> Everyone does it. He he was like singing his song and he was like looking up passionately holding the microphone and then like with his other hand was doing like kind of a come on, cheer more Hold on, kind I'm of sorry. gesture. I have to interrupt you. Now, do you mean Robbie Williams? Yes, I do mean Robbie Williams. You, you did say Robin Williams. I did Williams. say Robin it's Williams. Just... Okay, uh, cool. Thank you for that. Proceed. Proceed. That's an important thing to have pointed out. <laughs> Bless him. Uh, mm-hmm. Robbie Williams did a thing where he was singing passionately while holding his microphone, and then with his other hand, it was you know gesturing to the crowd like, come on, let's get a bit more applause. Uh, and I did that, and the crowd cheered louder. They oh, were like, Woo! I like showmanshipped it up. And it was nice. This was like... You know, I talk about how my first gig was at the fucking pub doing the fundraising for that movie. This was like my first performance performance to a crowd that wasn't my friends and family. So I was like, okay, showmanship now. And I did that and they they seemed to like it. And everyone was clapping. And it felt like my Susan Boyle moment, honestly. They were like, this guy's an asshole. Oh, wait. Except Susan Boyle, mm. it wasn't she's an asshole. It's she isn't conventionally attractive. Oh wait, yeah, you can have skills oh. too, which was a, a real moment in history, to be honest. Mm. And you know, the crowd were on my side; they loved it. I also sang "I'm Yours" by Jason Mraz, a habit uh-huh. I did not break. <laughs> no. I sing that song to this day. <laughs> you um, do. And the crowd died down, and it was time to hear what people thought. 
And you would expect Ronan to be like, you know what, Alex? You seemed tired and stressed and anxious because this is a deeply yeah. confronting situation for any young man. Uh, so I understand why you nervously said something off the cuff when you weren't expected to have to have banter with a literal celebrity. Um, <laughs> but you know what? You sang pretty good. But instead, he was just like, oh, no, before he even started singing, he was like, what, what, what are you going to sing? It's like, Delamitri, uh, nothing ever happens. And I was like, well, that's my favorite song. So don't mess it up. Oh, no. And then I did sing it. And then sing he was it, like, yeah. yeah look, honestly, uh, you got a bad attitude. Uh, you know, you're a pretty average singer, you know, blah, 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 blah. And just was not about it. And then the audience no. was like, hey, yeah, actually, oh, we, no. we did cheer him. <laughs> we actually <laughs> don't like him. No. Ugh. Everyone just wants to get in Ronan Keating's good books. And you can, it's, you can tell. Well, fucking, I will not weaponize my knowledge of Ronan Keating. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Natalie, and now the reason that I said it comically in the song was because I wasn't sure how to pronounce it properly because I haven't oh, really? ever read it. Is it Im- Imbruglia or Imbruglia? I think it's, I think the G is silent. I think it's just Imbruglia. Oh my God. I've been saying it so wrong. I'm sorry, Natalie. You are mean, but I am sorry for not getting your name right. Mm-hmm. But she was also like, I thought it was really bad. Uh, sorry, not sorry kind of attitude. Just like, you're a really bad singer. And it's <laughs> I like, do love I <laughs> yeah. do love that your your critique of Nelly and Brulia, she says your song is bad. And then you're like, well, at least I have more, a lot of them. Yeah, and you just have the one gems. that is a chart-topping one. And I, I have a lot of songs. songs. <laughs> but her chart-topping song isn't even hers. It's a cover. Wow, this I did not know. Yeah, they say that there's like three times that you grow up as an adult. When you turn 18, when you see the D in Disney as a D instead of a G, and when you discover <laughs> that Natalie Imbruglia's Torn is a cover. Wow. That's right. That's blowing my mind. You ain't nothing. You ain't nothing, Natalie. Torn, her version... Hold on, I'm... I'm, I'm... Do it. Who did everyone, the original version of Tom? Everyone Google this. Yeah, let's all live me. Google together. Natalie. Yeah, Edna Swap. Yeah. Edna Swap. It's a one word thing, Edna Swap. Yeah. Edna Swap? As she, Edna. she got famous on a cover and no one can name any other song that she did. Wow. So. Shows to go, yeah. Wow. Okay, anyway. You should have uh, mentioned that in your, in your thing. That would, have been, that would have been the real nail in the coffin. Well, there was a cover. That it was a cover. That would have been really a good thing to put in a diss track. Well, at the time, I hadn't realized. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, you only got one song that people like 10 years later. Oh, and it was a cover too. And you didn't even write it. You should do a revised <laughs> uh, version of this Exactly song. the same, except I have just an added <laughs> recorded bit like 11 years later. And you didn't even write it. And Carl Sandlands. <laughs> 2010, yeah. that is off the back of, I don't know if you recall, but there was that interview with the girl and her mother and the mother was tied up to a lie detector. Do you remember this? Like, I mean, Sandalance has a lot of controversy around him. So yeah. you could just name He's anything. Fucking dickhole. Outside of the context of being mean to me. Disgusting, yes. man. I was surprised. I was surprised you didn't take more shots. Like, because you don't do any personal things about Mr. Sandalance. You just kind of say, in fact, you just sort of say... Well, look at me. Yeah. Like, you don't have any disses on Sandalands. I have, in the, the years, festering, gotten many disses. But mm. I'm trying to be... I, I was going to come out the gate for Ronan Keating, but I read some articles and he was like, you know, I've, you know, I've gone through my stuff and I'm going to you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right. All right. Ronan. About you specifically? About what he said <laughs> yeah. to you? I'm sorry about Alex Smith. I heard <laughs> his feelings. I could see it in his eyes. I felt bad when I did it. Carl uh, Sandalands, piece of shit. Was yeah. and is now. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Asshole. It's official uh, <laughs> stance of the of the show. Not even gonna feel anxious about that one. No. No. Um, not even. But he's he was like kind of friendly, but it see it was that kind of friendly where someone is bullying you to your face and mm. you're you mm. don't have the social skills to realize it. He was yeah. saying, like, you remind me of Ricky Gervais's character in The Office. That's what I get from you. I think you'd be better in comedy because you're making us all laugh a lot. You remind me of Ricky Gervais in The Office. I don't think that's terrible. I think that, like, it's definitely a bit of a jab. Like, it's a backhanded compliment, basically. I also hadn't seen The Office. So I was like, uh, oh, 
thank you i guess and then later was like <laughs> i mean hey fuck <laughs> yeah because you don't want to be ricky gervais in the office but oh. it's a definitely a thing that you laugh at i mean you don't want to be ricky gervais and as, on as a guy Monday. yeah <laughs> that's yeah <laughs> the movie the david brent on tour was so close to oh, my yeah. real life that it made me cry and I had to stop it at multiple points because <laughs> it's too fucking real. Oh no. Upsettingly real. I guess Sandalins was on the nose then. You can't you can't blame him for that. Well maybe it was a prophecy that became true because he pointed it out. <laughs> I started looking at the similarities and becoming him. Damn. But you know, it's not all bad. You we've got we've <laughs> skipped over one of these judges. For, so we can end on a high on these, you know, the, talking about these four judges. Because sure. Kai Sebastian, top bloke. He stuck up for me. That was yeah. cool. What happened? Uh, I think everyone just laid into me. And then Guy Sebastian was like, I thought you were all right, man. <laughs> I thought you were pretty good. And hell yeah. It's like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciated that. And that's nice. kind of it. Did he, like, like, was he giving you actual stuff about how he thought you were good? Or do you think it was just in response to everyone else just being like, fuck you, little kid, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I keep saying a little kid. I was like 18, uh, but I felt <laughs> like a little kid. It was a little bit more of like a, hey, back off guys kind of thing than I think it would have hmm. been normally. But there was also a, like a, you got a nice voice hidden in there. So the crowd boos at me. I have my sing. The crowd are like, oh, we like him. Ronan Keating is like, fuck you, you stupid little fuck. Natalie and, Bru- and he's like, it's a no from me, you fuckhead, you little shit bag. <laughs> Natalie mm-hmm. Imbruglia is like, hey, Alex, I think that you're, uh, your singing's really bad. And, you know, it's a no from me too. And I was like, yeah, okay, thank you, thank you. And I was like uh-huh. going, oh, no, they all said their thing. They all were like, your shit, your shit, your shit. Guy Sebastian was like, yeah, you're okay. And I was like, right, yeah. well, uh, thank you very much. And like, I went to walk off stage and they were like, no, out, wait, come back. We have to do the thing. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, okay. So I like walked back onto the stage and they're like, it's a no from me. <laughs> okay. It's a no from me. <laughs> thank you. It's a no from me. <laughs> okay. It's a no from me as well. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you. Oh, and beforehand, oh, man. There's a whole fucking thing I didn't talk about, about the show. This ruined my experience of watching reality TV and Ah. like most TV, because Mm -hmm. I saw how incredibly staged everything is. Things that you wouldn't expect. You saw how the sausages get made. Yeah. Yeah. The art of the trade. How the sausage get made. I was (laughs) in the room where it happened. You know, when they do those sweeping bullshit shots of like, master chef where the car pulls up and they have like the sped up footage of the camera zooming in and they do like nine angles you would think it's a bunch of cameras which they've cut it's one camera they get the car to pull in and out over and over again for the one wow and i know this because multiple things like that happened the one that stuck out to me the most was a helicopter i think it was like an apache helicopter arriving sure and the judges stepping out of it was the shot but here's what happened They filmed the helicopter taking off and landing three times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Four separate limousines pulled up. The judges get into the helicopter and then they film Mm -hmm. them getting out and getting in the helicopter multiple (laughs) times. And I was like, wow, this is fake as fuck. And we had this interview beforehand where they were like, hey, so, you know, tell me about blah, blah, blah. And they were really trying to push me in a certain direction to like get some sort of character out of me. Your Um, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like they were trying to make me out to be this weird person, which I am, but they were also like, you know, oh, so you do comedy. Can you do like some voices for us or like blah, 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 which upon reflection Mm. was very clearly going to be used to show me as like a freak. Oddball, like who is this guy? Yeah. There was a a guy. Hung. Yeah, a guy after me who was like odd as well. And she was like, oh, so you're kind of like Homer Simpson. He was like, yeah, a little bit. She was like, can you do a Homer Simpson impression for me? And he did. And I was like, man, poor dude. Like he is not here for that. And then before the show, they were like, can you sit there and can you look pensive? I was like, okay. I was like, what do you mean? They're like, just kind of like wring your hands and kind of like look around anxiously. And I was like, okay. And then they like went about you know, four meters across the room and like filmed me with like the handheld zoom in <laughs> bit. And I was just looking pensive and like, they're like, can you play with your necklace as if it means something to you? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they did like the little interview going on stage. And they're like, you know, how do you, how do you feel? Are you excited? And like my, my dad was there and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm really excited. And then this shit happens. 
I come mm-hmm. back off stage and like I'm fucking destroyed because I've been mocked by like hundreds of people and mm-hmm. greatly embarrassed. And this dude with a camera gets right in my face. Like dude with a camera, guy with a microphone, right in my face. I've yeah. just walked off yeah. stage after this fucking terrible thing has <laughs> happened, uh, which has like left a black stain on my mind. They rush in my face and they're like, what happened? What happened out there? And I was just like, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> Get out of my face. <laughs> Get out. I'm out of here. Bye. Yeah. I like, I just wasn't playing the game anymore. And no, like, man, fuck, fuck this. Fuck all of this. And I walked out of there. And I'm glad that I didn't try to get on TV still afterwards. Yeah, I feel like if you'd gussied up up for the cameras at the end, it would have been, you know, and then you would have been put on with a story of just you being an asshole. Like, what else would they do? They would completely do that, yeah. I do wonder how much of the story is me just being an asshole. (laughs) Just because (laughs) I know why I did the things I did doesn't mean I didn't. You know, it was an opportunity, right? And I went on stage and was like, I'd rather be sure. But like, Ronan Keating can't take a joke. So, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. The other thing, there are like an audition process at Suncourt Plaza. Mm. Then, once you do that audition process, you go in this underground kind of bit into a little room with like curtains and incense and a camera (laughs) pointed at you. And then you do another one, TJ Khalid, another one. And Uh then after that, you do an audition at the entertainment center. So they they make it seem like it's more of a instant rock up and you can rock up and do it thing. Yeah. Yeah. But um it's not. It's all so Very fake. cherry picked. And Very you made fake. it all the way. Well that's the thing. Did I make it all the way because I was one of those talented, amazing people, or was I a freak that they thought would make, you know, the filler people who are fun to laugh at? Right, right. Gosh. Feels bad, Ugh. man. The machine. The bloody machine. Yeah. Yeah. When will these plastic things <laughs> melt between, under the lights? <laughs> You're so right. So I stopped the beat. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got <laughs> to bring back, back this to beat. The song. This, this beat's been done for so long. Keep bringing this beat back. Here we go. Now bring it back. Ronan Keating. Got to get in one last jab. Just really <laughs> show a moves both. Bloody Ronan Keating indeed. And that's uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Once again, um, just to reiterate, you're not Matt, though. No. You're I'm definitely not, not, not Matt. No, not no. Matt. It, would a bit of no. person make this song? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. You'll find that... no care with this guy right here. I mean, this guy does not care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not even thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> the pain behind the eyes <laughs> those shows are so fucked up like it's yeah it's they seem the, so manufactured it's the cold take that everyone takes away from it that like oh you're making fun of people who want to be successful and your entertainment is people feeling bad about themselves you know it's a cold take because it's a true take Fucking these entertainment shows are so fucked. I was like, I'm never going to sing again because I've been told empirically that I suck. Yeah. Like I would say shows like this make more failures than they make successes. Like they're more negative than they are positive to the people that that come onto the, like, you know, you think about it, however many finalists there are, 20, 12 or whatever, that versus the hundreds of people that Ronan Keating has systematically told was shit yeah and like ronan keating is the watered down version like he's nothing uh, like simon cowell but like the effect sure. ronan keating had on me like imagine like fucking pop idol where simon cowell's whole thing was that he was really rude and mean to people right people who thought that they were really good and were trying their best and were like i'm yeah. gonna fucking nail this because they've been told their whole life by people who are like oh you're such a good singer you, could, you should go for pop idol by well-meaning friends like hmm. you can't like, you can't trust yourself. You can't trust your friends. No. You're embarrassed. Like, 
you go on TV, you become a laughing stock. Like it's fucked. Yeah. I'm so lucky that I didn't end up on TV, or at least that I could find. And like sure. obviously you need talent to win. You right. need to have a very good singing voice. That's not to discredit anyone who wins because you can't win on that show without having a really good voice. But like right. there's more to being a musician than being able to sing very well. Just because you can't sing very well at the time doesn't mean you're never going to be able to sing very well, you know? And also the people who do get selected are the people whose, you know, narrative on the show is not the weirdo because mm. you've got to have a good story that's going to drive people to, to vote for you in the fight. Like they're not going to put forward the laughing track, oh, look at this guy, episode one, because yeah. he's just there to fill up the time between I've got to one. sing for my mum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mum's in hospital, got to sing for the surgery. Yeah. <laughs> right. The surgeon will only operate if I can sing. <laughs> if I sing, if I win this. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fucked. It took me a long time to learn that, A, fuck all those people, especially Ronan Keating, objectively just an arsehole. And secondly, just because you're not good at something now doesn't mean you're not going to be good at something later. Like, that's the point of this whole show. And I, I feel exactly. like, as you said, that event was very formative. I feel like if it weren't for that event, this show would be less likely to have occurred because that's mm. where I learned the lesson of, I mean, not in that moment. That was where I was sure. like, oh, I suck, <laughs> according to these people. Because that's the other thing. Like, this is one of the last albums that I made as well. Right. I don't think it's any coincidence that, like, this is where I stopped making music that I gave to people. Yeah, wow. Shit's That's sad. That's true. <laughs> yeah, because, like, as much as, you know, we bag on these albums and stuff, sure, but, like, at least you were making the albums, you know? Like, yeah. at least you were writing songs consistently and putting them out. Like, it sucks to think that there's a chance that this experience drove you away so much that you just stopped doing this thing that you really like to do. You know, it doesn't matter about the quality. Like, you were doing something that was really fun for you. Yeah. And, like, putting out albums. But, hey, I'm glad you bloody got over it. Because look at you now. Yeah. Another album. Just out. <laughs> Just Whedon. I was lucky that... Just Whedon. <laughs> I was lucky that music is something that... It always sounds so fucking wanky when I talk about it. But music's something that I need to do or feel compelled to do, even if I do or hmm. don't want to do it. It's just a thing yeah. where it's like, even if I don't want to write the song, I'm like, I have this fucking song in my head. I have to write it. Yeah. And I think that's like a good sign that you'll, you'll find musicians who don't have that and just want to be musicians because they think it'll be fun. And then it's their fad for a couple of months and then mm. that's it. But I feel like if you've got that spirit, nothing's going to stop you. Not even yeah. the ruthless, scathing reports of Ronan Keating. I'm stallion of the Cimarron over here. I got fucking spirit for days. <laughs> Ayo, Matt Damon. <laughs> Oh. It's wild how many years of awful experiences with music I had before things started <laughs> to be a little bit positive. Maybe that is a sign. Maybe I shouldn't. Surely it can't be this hard. Like, maybe there is just a point of like, maybe you're just a bit shit. But like, well, I mean, I'm having fun, you know? Yeah, that's the main thing. If we've learned anything from this show and speaking to people, it's that <laughs> success is one of those things where it's like there is no making it as long as you're doing stuff and having fun putting stuff out that you like to put out then hey who not even Ronan Keating can stop you yeah it's, it's your own definition of success because here's the thing name three winners of the X Factor Australia uh well I mean if if we can broaden the uh the <laughs> the constraints a bit yeah uh, Guy Sebastian won Australian Idol so so That's did true. Jessica Malboy and so did, who else won Australian Idol? I feel like there's someone, a known person who won Australian Idol. Casey still Chambers. Casey Chambers. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe it wasn't reality TV. Maybe you were just on the wrong factor. show. Yeah. You were on the wrong show, man. <laughs> All right. I'm going to sign you up for Australian Idol for next year. Fuck. And we are going to set the world on fire, my friend. Oh, man. I, for so long, and I think I've told you this, I wanted to go back. I wanted to go back <laughs> and sing and hopefully do good and it, it really depended how fucking cocky i wanted to be because mm -hmm. i either go all the way to the end which is a real gamble and i don't think i'd be able to do it <laughs> or i get through the first round and everyone's like it's a yes for me it's a yes for me it's a yes for me, it's a yes for me. and i'm like 
well, it's a no from me, actually, because <laughs> I came on this show a long time ago and you were all really mean and it made me quit singing and this whole system's fucked and you're all bad for fucking laughing at people who are pursuing their dreams. Alex out. And you know what? In 2021, that's good TV. They, <laughs> that, they soak that up. They'd be like, wow, that really makes you think. And we, as a progressive singing show, are really about that. It's... Thanks, Alex. That's why Alex won that year. That's why, yeah, that day we gave Alex the prize. <laughs> but also they would then fish up the footage of me. They'd be like, who is this fucking kid? You get the footage on this fucking kid right now. <laughs> and they bring it up and they're like, here's Alex. And they like edit me fucking farting and being shit. And <laughs> they're like, wow, what an asshole. <sighs> he thinks he's better than all of us. It's fucking hard. Well, we've got games. a surprise for him. And they bring out Ronan Keating. Oh. Yeah, I think we're about done here. I know we usually do, you know, like, the good, the bad, and, and all the I, trivia and stuff. I feel like we did a, a pretty good job of just like, yeah, laying always, it all out. I always feel like it kind of feels tacked on at the end, where I'm just kind of like, yeah, blah blah blah, bad, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. This and it's always like micro details that people, you know, <laughs> they don't really. Yeah, we'll put them. You know, we'll have a bonus episode on our Patreon where we can go into the tiny specific details. Here's, hold on, here's what I do want to do before we we cap off. Obviously, throughout the song, you weren't bitter, you weren't mad. No. Um, you'll find no care from you tonight. None. Uh, here's just some, unrelated, here's just some some lines from that very song. But you weren't mad, you weren't mad. I wasn't mad. Um, no. So Ronan Keating, Natalie Imbrugula, you can kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> oh, but you're not, not mad. Am I fake enough to make my dreams real? But you're not mad, though. No. Um, Ronan Keating, it's a shame he's such a tosser. Um, but you're not you're not mad about it. It's fine. No. It's fine. You no. think my singing's terrible, Nelly and Bruley? You got one song, but um, no, it's just fine. True. That's just true. That's just true. I want to apologize for um, that. That is just true. And also, literal line you said before saying that you're not mad. How long will these plastic singers last until they melt under the light? Which is the whole sort of thesis of this song that you're not mad about. I'm not mad. I'm not very mad. very hashtag not mad. Hashtag not mad. <sighs> that was fun that was a fun one that was a juicy one a lot to talk about on that one let's okay we've we've talked a lot a lot about you know your 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 uh failed uh encounter with the voice but let's talk about where you are now because you it was the just released <laughs> table <laughs> flip <laughs> we've talked a lot about you why don't you ask me how i'm going alex yeah why, why do we never talk about, about me life? on this show <laughs> come on yeah talk, tell us about this new album you've got well, from the ashes, the phoenix rises. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my new album. I've been working on this shit since 2017. That's just before this podcast started. So any of you episode one people, if you're still out there, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big deal. Uh, reviews have been coming in. I got a really beautiful review from Good Call Live, which was just made me feel very seen and validated. People who listen to it seem to really enjoy it. It's been tricky getting people to listen to it in 2021. Um, <laughs> but the people who have listened to it have messaged me very surprised, being like, Alex, this is like really good. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. So if you would like to listen to it, it would mean a heap to me. It took me four years. Can you spare 60 seconds, please, for free? To listen to like essentially my life's work for the past four years, please. <laughs> it's called Slow All right, Burn. Fine. It's on Spotify, Bandcamp, and iTunes. Spotify and Apple Music if you got no money. iTunes if you got some money. Bandcamp if you want a free documentary that you get when you download it. Yeah, that's right. It comes with yeah. a download of a documentary of the making of the album. Pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't have time to put any music in it, but it's an hour long. That's right. The music is in the thing you just bought. Yeah. Just you play can, the album underneath it's, it. Yeah, it's a real like um, Dark Side of the Moon with um, <laughs> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz sort of thing. You just put, play them together. Yes, Slow Burn. Go check it out. Give Alex all your money, please. <laughs> Say nice things to outweigh the memories of this horrible experience. <laughs> yeah. Please um, remind me that this wasn't a bad idea. <laughs> and also, you've got a Patreon. You've got, um, you know, ways that you can be supported for whatever's coming next whatever's next for your man alex smith i do and in fact if this episode is coming out on the 2nd of july like i believe it is then you will have just seen somewhere on my facebook socials 
this will be dated if you watch this episode even a week from now. Oh no, what am I doing? Uh, but you'll see an exciting announcement from myself about my collaboration with Skjeld uh, Animation House about the, uh, the upcoming animated music video for a line. Very exciting times. Keep an eye out for that. And I imagine by the time the next episode is out, the animation will most likely be out. So No way. No way oh indeed. Oh my god, it's happening. <laughs> exciting After times. All this time. It is exciting times. I'm legitimately excited. I'm excited to not be in debt to the Danish. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have enjoyed being, saying uh Alex Smith is in debt to no man and then saying except to the Danish <laughs> those Danes <laughs> yeah that's what's <sighs> going on and that'll do us thank you very much for listening to my song suck um, we are on the That's Not Canon network of podcasts where you can find lots of other shows on that's not canon.com. thank you for listening we don't have like a lot we were saying this in the intro that we suck at our outros <laughs> and we just want to stay true to that we don't want to tell Fib And now to play us out, here's Ronan Keating. (laughs) I can't make that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Alex did one job. Whatever I said, whatever I didn't mean it. I just want you back. Forget I want you back. I want you back. Is that boy zone? Sure. Yeah, that'll do. All right. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.